Super Senpai Podcast. Welcome to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a monthly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're hecka excited about mecha. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant, and it's good to be back once again. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Uh, I'm excited to talk about more Mebius. Yeah, more than Mebius. More the good boy. More of yeah. an excellent ultra lad. Yes, sir. What you, what you been up to in Tokulane, my friend? Um, really nothing much. I keep telling myself we're going to watch a little bit more Kira Major. I keep saying we're going to watch more Zero One. It hasn't happened. It, <laughs> I make plans and then I don't commit to it because I'm doing too many things. Uh, <laughs> but it's fine because here we are. You're preaching to the choir on that one, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just watched all the uh, episode seven eight nine ready to ready to hit the ground running with it yeah actually you know we did watch a little bit of another ultra oh, series that's right duh not that long ago with uh, a couple of buddies uh, david bednar and and our buddy uh, burger sama um it was more ultraman yeah but yeah. a certain type of ultraman a particular kind it was Ultra Galaxy Monster Battle or something? Great like. Monster Decisive Battle? Is that it? No, that's not it. Come on, Wiki. He's gonna... Come oh, on. Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle. Okay, yeah. I knew Monster Battle was in the yeah. in the title. Okay, Ultra Galaxy Mega Monster Battle. Yeah. We watched... I don't two? know. Yeah, two like episodes? two episodes of that? That was really fun. Yeah. It was wild. It's definitely just kind of like, it's all guitar solo. Yeah big monster action so <laughs> right yeah but so that was fun to watch just a couple episodes of that yeah um, just monster versus monster fights that was yeah fun. like no ultra although there's some time travel and stuff going on i guess i mean <laughs> or not time yeah. travel but you know long distances and and weird science stuff but yeah it was uh it was a lot of fun seeing some monsters throw down definitely enjoyed that for sure I'm trying to think if i've really watched any other toku no, I've been watching some other stuff for a um, for a particular little side project that I can't quite announce yet, and I hope to be able to soon. But I was trying oh. to catch up on mm-hmm. something else, so I was I'm gonna pretend like it was because I was too busy. <laughs> I have just so much going on, <laughs> <laughs> so important. I know uh, on my radar is uh, is definitely finishing Kuga next. Mm-hmm. I've I'm caught up on One Piece. Once I get this other project thing done, it's time to get back to Kuga. I got to about episode 30 before, so and I've heard there's more fear, more pain coming down the pipe, so I just got to muscle through and <laughs> watch, the, watch the agony. Um, was there any other big news or big happenings that have been going on? I mean, last time we talked about Kuga and OG Kamen Rider being on VRV. That's That's been it. I'm trying to think if there was another big announcement since then. Don't think so. I don't think in the realm of I, there's something oh, going on with what's up. I was uh, I thought it occurred to me. I think Hasbro announced the name for the 
Power Rangers Ryu Soldier adaptation, did they not? Oh, it's like, right. Uh-huh. Um, Dino something. This would be, It would be really great if I'd done some, like, you know, homework for the podcast. It's going to be called Dino Knights, I believe. Nope, that's a fan adaptation. It's something. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Work with me here. What? Anyway, they are adapting it, and that's... That's important. It's interesting that they've, I guess, done this little bounce around, at least in my mind. They went from, you know, doing Go Busters, which was a, a weird sort of like, hey, we're, we're open to do anything. But now we're just doing the latest and greatest thing, which is Dinosaurs, um, which is, I mean, fine. Because, I'm, you know, I, for me, it, it's it, dinosaurs are inextricably linked with Super Sentai because I cut my teeth on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So I'm always down with it for a dinosaur season. It's just interesting, I guess. I didn't expect it. I had to make sure it's Dino Fury. Dino Fury. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. This is my, my Google Foo is weak. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dino 2021. Yeah, I hope that's right. But yeah. and I guess it goes, they've done they've done Fury as a subtitle before. So, But I mean, and I guess there's another element too. Like for whatever reason, the dinosaur themed seasons tend to be some of the stronger Power Rangers material. I mean, obviously Mighty Morphin is mostly riding on nostalgia and just weird factor, but, you know, Dino Charge, Dino Thunder, both really good seasons. So hopefully it will, it will bear, it will bear fruit. But it is interesting that they made such a bold choice, if you will. And then we're just kind of like, well, we'll take the safe pick here. So, you sure. know. Makes sense. All right. So why don't we jump into uh, today's episode? So we are going to be reviewing 7, 8, and 9, and then we're going to watch uh, 10 together here on the show, correct? Yes. All right. Um, so real quick, we'll go over what 7, 8, and 9 were about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in episode 7, we had um, an alien spaceship approach Earth uh, and try to peacefully reach out. Um, there was a little bit of, like, anti-alien sentiment. Like, right. aren't they all enemies? Why don't we blow them up? And uh, it it turned out it was somebody from a starving planet. Yeah, fa- um, fa- Phanton? Phanton? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, the Fantonian. Mm-hmm. They had come, I guess, close to Earth, and they had been attacked or something. Um, their cargo that they were bringing back to feed their planet, um, they they ended up losing it. And so guys had to go and locate it. But by the time they actually get to it, Bogal attacks it, and it starts expanding. And they have to get make sure it gets off of the planet before uh, it explodes or it just expands to the point where it destroys the Earth. Like, it wasn't... Something, something real dangerous would have happened if it kept going. Mm-hmm. And so it's, they had to work together to launch it off of plant, off planet uh, so that the Fentonian could shrink it back and then get it safely back to their, get it safely back home. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, while they're sort of dealing with Bogal, Tsurugi attacks or sort of help, kind of helps out. But then while he's attacking, he ends up missing Bogal and doing damage to the city and it's sort of like... Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't care. And it's like, oh, wait. Right. Is this right. guy really an ally? Episode 8 was about they tried to upgrade Mikolas, uh with Ella King. And uh, it's very cute. We got to see uh, a little baby Ella King uh, that disappears after a minute, just like Nicholas would. Just yeah. a baby. It was so baby. Yeah, there's like some <laughs> kind of leak. The particle accelerator or something is leaking. And so um, these little baby Ella Kings keep showing up. Mm-hmm. 
bamfing around, taking energy from the wall, just getting into shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, we got to see a little bit of sort of why Ryu was so attached to Serizawa. Like, not only did he save his life, but he's the one who taught him the five ultra vows mm-hmm. that he's reciting at the beginning. Um, Very grown-up adult ultra vows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. That's right. <laughs> like, eat a full breakfast, and <laughs> it was like, go to... Was it get to school? It was like eat a full breakfast before school and stuff like yeah. that. It was like <laughs> yeah. super little kid stuff, but it was great. Yeah. And so Bogal shows up to kind of start wreaking havoc again. And it ends up turning into a fight between Mebius and Tsurugi. Just because like Tsurugi is so hell-bent on destroying Bogal before anything. Saying that Bogal, Bogal will devour everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, they actually tested out that... Mikolas upgrade and it actually did work somewhat like to the point where they were kind of surprised at how well because it turned out um, Mikolas not only got upgrades from Ella King but other other ultra kaiju and he had this like stealth mode from one of the other ones that he that they weren't expecting and so that actually was enough to stop Bogal momentarily Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he he kind of has he kind of has Bogal cornered and Surugi starts to attack, but he, his attack is so strong, and he kind of almost doesn't care if he's also going to hit Mebius. Mm. But um, Ryu calls out to Surugi, and it sort of makes him pause moment just a, for a moment because I guess there's just enough Serizawa left in him to stop him. Right. Um, and sort of cuts off there. Then episode nine is like super heavy focus on Surugi and Ryu. Mm-hmm. Um, we see not only the moment that. Ryu got saved by Serizawa, but that Tsurugi did that sort of classical Ultraman thing where he, like, claims the body, um, or, like, not claims, but sort of possesses him in that moment. Usually, right. when we see it, it's like, oh, he's saving this this pilot. Uh, but in this moment, he's like, I'm going to use this. Like, this is mine now. <laughs> right. I mean, he, he's not, like, he wasn't alive, at least. Like, he wasn't, like, taking over, like, a living being or whatever. But it was definitely, like, a, oh, we're just we're just taking that corpse now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it turns out that Suge was a scientist. And that's sort of why he's blue, I think, instead of red. He's not from the... I can't remember the word. Is it the garrison or something? Yeah, the like, ultra garrison. Or the, is the yes. garrison of light. Yeah. So he was a scientist on this planet Arb um, that was devoured by Bogal. And it, like... The survivors or like the spirits of the people there possessed him and changed. I think it was like form. all the all the dead Arb yeah. beings like possessed him and be like as a being yeah. of vengeance for them. It was pretty oh, yeah. intense. Yeah, I was like not prepared for that kind of like oh geez like that kind of like it covered his eyes like he's blind. It's like blind justice or blind revenge or something. Right, right. And so that sort of we learn why he's like focused on that and. There's another encounter with Mebius and Bogal, and Miklas also shows up to help <laughs> again. And he's doing a, they do a pretty good job, honestly. And it ends up becoming another showdown between Mebius and Surugi because Surugi is so serious about this. And to the mm-hmm. point where he, he almost like wanted to get rid of Ryu because Ryu was interfering with his vengeance. Right, right. Very heavy Surugi focus on all three episodes. I guess for myself, I really enjoyed all of these. I think, the, yeah. you know, and again, I, I haven't seen all the Ultra series, obviously. I've got about five under my belt. But I think the really interesting dynamic of having the two Ultras be so oppositional, which is, I guess, more of a, I feel, I don't want to say more common writer, but kind of more classic, like you've got a red and a blue who don't get along. Like that, 
that's a common trope, but it doesn't really feel, at least to my understanding, it doesn't really feel that common to um, to Ultra specifically. Like, it feels like something very different. So I appreciated that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think Surugi is a really interesting character because he's such a sinister-feeling take on the sort of ultra-possession trope. I mean, it always has kind of a... I don't want to say sinister, but it does have a sort of... Ominous? Yeah, it's very ominous the way he does it. Because, you know, especially, you know, from right out the gate from, from Ultra 66, it's, you know, oh, well, I feel bad about what... You know, because the first Ultra with Shin Hayata, it's like he feels bad about the collision. So the possessing of the body is almost a way of like, well, maybe I can try to make this right and, you know, do some good out of what happened. But this is very much like a, you know, I'm just going to use this body. I don't care. It's like, whoa, it's a, a real different take. Um, obviously, it gets explained. But that's a, I really like the flavor of their their sort of conflict with each other. Yeah. And then we, in one of these episodes, we actually get to see not Serizawa do the transformation. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool looking. Like, that was... Yeah. I was like, whoa, like, exciting. Also, yikes. <laughs> like, uh-oh, here he comes. <laughs> Uh, but that's like I was like I mean that's the appeal though right like even the bad guys can have a cool transformation in a toku yeah yeah very intense but very scary right so yeah yeah <laughs> something I wanted to note that I really liked is that I forgot his name already but the one of the members of guys can speak alien like <laughs> he could speak alien and also recognize that the Fentonian kind of had a weird accent like like. As you whatever, do, whatever, yeah, as, as you, you do, do. <laughs> yeah, and that there were nobody is like freaking out about um, just real cash. Uh, Mirai, Mirai being able to speak alien as well. They're like, oh yeah, you too, cool. <laughs> of course. Where did you Where did you study? I don't know. Like, <laughs> that was that was appealing, and that like I just like a friendly alien is nice to see too. Just like yeah, the the weird little bit about he's so hungry and he needs to nap afterwards. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> um, what did he eat? Like five months worth of food, or six months worth of food, or something like <laughs> something outrageous. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, the I I am enjoying the fact that the you know Miklos Pokemon element is not only not going away. Yeah. But we've got more of it really with the yeah. um with the inclusion of stuff like the you know little baby Elekings and stuff. I think that's really terrific. I um, want a little baby Eleking. Like yeah. Yeah, the propaganda absolutely worked. I want one so bad. When when Konomi is like petting petting it with her hand, oh, it's just it's precious. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. like, it's and, and that cute little bit where the um the Ella King uh, shocks shocks George, and he's just like his hair is just like that for the rest of the episode. Oh yeah, yeah, his hair's like straight up. They just keep yeah. playing with that bit. It's terrific. Yeah, I, um, I took a screenshot of it. I think we need to use that for the. Uh, oh, oh, that's it. That's, that's the thumbnail the for this week. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Let's see. I, the I think the scene on um on Arb with Surugi getting possessed by all the spirits and everything was just like wow. Ooh, yeah, this yeah. was really intense in a good way. Yeah, that I mean, sure. obviously, it, it's not necessarily grotesque or, or hideous you know or anything it's not like a, a lot of gore or anything like that but like woof, mm. like you know, this is some pretty heavy stuff yeah um, i mean a little upsetting and then seeing like how it changed him physically yeah was... yeah those extra spiky bits and stuff i think you know when you have a sort of 
gritty, really hard nosed or, uh, or kind of vicious secondary. Uh, it feels like it feels like it's always a much, much later in the show when I feel like I get their thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like they always have this thing where they're like, I'm really dark and I've got a lot going on. And there's mm-hmm. a little bit of explanation. And you're always kind of like, well, sure, I guess. But then like when it like this time, <laughs> I was kind of like right out the gate. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, no, this is a lot. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> totally understand no, where you're coming yeah, from. Totally get it. I totally get why you're like <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, no, makes that makes sense. Perfect sense to me. Yeah, so yeah, I really liked all of these. We had some weird science stuff with the like gravity converter balloons and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that felt very um Fulton Rescue. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. No, it was all it was all good stuff. I really can't uh, I can't complain about any of these episodes. Oh, I think the other interesting thing is that it has been interesting watching Ryu sort of take on like a almost like a doubting Thomas type role, I guess. Really? He's, yeah, he's been it's been interesting with him being so skeptical of everything and being skeptical of like uh with the uh, with Surugi's return and like you know feeling like he's not really contributing and just all the stuff he's going through. Oh yeah, that's um, true. It's, it's been very interesting to have him carry that theme forward still. So I I don't know. I like the cast a lot. It's really really grown on me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I I definitely agree. He's I wasn't expecting a secondary ultra this early and not mm. and definitely not one with such a um so vicious right. Yeah, Surugi's role, I th- and I, I guess the the pull with him and Ryu is the the because I guess in the past, at least again the ones that I've seen, the Ultra being sympathetic and having to deal with you know memories and and old feelings from this body and stuff. But with when it's in a more sympathetic bend, it's it's a little different than here where Surugi's battling against you know the memories of of captain sarazawa like it's a it's a pull against what he wants to do and that's a really interesting dynamic i think mm-hmm. definitely okay well are we ready to watch episode 10 yeah let's get into it And we're back. Uh, another, that was episode 10 of Ultraman Mebius Pride of Guys. <laughs> what a title. What a yeah. what an episode. If there Pride. was, I'm Pride so glad that this is the episode we watched together uh, of yes. this batch. Because it was perfect. Amazing. Had, I don't know, the kind of dynamic that you, I personally love to see is when two characters that don't seem to get along have to work together. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, you get a lot of that in Tokusatsu, and when it happens, it's always, it's almost always great. But real quick, let's go over what we saw. Surugi claims at the beginning that he's he's lost the heart of an Ultraman, or he's like doesn't have that emotion anymore. Uh, Mevius has him sort of challenges him on the statement that he made in a previous episode that human life was inferior to Arb or Arb life, mm-hmm. and he's just like you know everybody here is trying to live. They're just trying to survive, and I think that that's enough. It doesn't. You don't have to be a superior species to appreciate that. And so we find out that guys is trying to capture or contain uh, Bogal because Bogal's sort of been building up. And when when Bogal gets defeated, 
she's going to explode and it's going to be it's so bad i think that it's going to destroy the earth um so their plan real is bad. to yeah <laughs> real bad uh there's some consequences there so their plan is to contain it and then um first capture her in this sort of magnetic field and then blast her with these synchrotron what is it called synchrotron missiles um sure <laughs> yeah sure yeah of course Guys recognizes that Mimi's is probably going to show up. Tsuri is probably going to show up. So what are we going to do? Because if they don't, if they're trapped in there with Volgal, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. Just because of how bad it is. At some point, they figure out that they can use a meteor tech thing to open up a small hole for them to escape before the explosion happens. Which means, you know, they're, they're, that's that's going to be a dramatic thing that they're going to do at the end of the episode. Right. Of so, course. <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> Uh, so, you know, they start the plan. They manage to lure Bogal into that area. Mirai volunteers to go ahead or sort of be the vanguard. And they're like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Which really just gives him an excuse to already be or show up as Ultraman. Uh, but he's he's running around there and he runs into Tsurugi. He's also there. And then Tsurugi kind of like indicates that he get he gets what he was saying, but also says that he doesn't have much time left with that vessel or with the body. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it's almost like a suicide mission for him, but Mavis is holding on to what he said about trying to survive or appreciating life. He's like, I'm not going to let that happen. He's like, All right, sure. So then Bogal shows up, they both transform, and we get this super fun team fight. Like, yeah. They're really working together finally and not accidentally trying to kill one or the other. We get to see a super move where they fly through the sky and do an infinity symbol. Um, that was really exciting. I wasn't yes. expecting that. Some 2005 era, 2006 era CGI, which is lovely. Well aged. Yeah. Honestly, they look great. And there was like a shot that they did with like these low poly models when they were talking about simulating the attack that I also just love. Just that's my kind of my thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. So to see you get there, I was like, ooh, oh boy. So at the end of the fight, you know, they, they more or less are, are winning. And as that hole gets opened up using the capture cube, Olgal gets back up, and so Tsurugi's like, I don't got much time left, I'm gonna hold him, you go. Um, and of course, Mibis doesn't let that happen, last second he grabs him, they both fly out, but despite or despite that, Tsurugi ends up dying anyway, and he turns into light, gets called back to Ultrev, and, and as, as Ryu was kind of screaming, no, no, like, he, he wanted to defeat him with his own hands, or he wanted to, I don't know, like, prove that humanity is worth something. Right. Um, and... But at the very last second, we see Su- or at the very last second, we see Tsurugi kind of get rescued. So mm-hmm. you know, more more to come. He's not gone, gone. Right. Oh, it's kind of early. Episode ten, huh? Like this is a little bit early for <laughs> losing the secondary. <laughs> Doing a lot right here, here, aren't we, folks? <laughs> yeah. But I think that was mostly it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I missed anything on that. No. I don't oh, think uh, <clears throat> um, I did miss when we were recapping earlier in episode nine. Bulgal gets like an evolved form. Which yeah, is like, that is relevant to this. Yeah, Bogal is scary already, but like <laughs> the second form is scarier. Like that, the way that Bogal eats is that's ugh, it's so upsetting. And then uh, now it like eats backwards. <laughs> it's like ugh. I love I love the evolution of it from like kind of vague and kind of blobby, not blobby, but kind of lumpy scary to now just like hard scary, like <laughs> right <laughs> monster. Like I didn't want to see. I don't want to see either of these things running around. Like we're in right, trouble yeah. if we do. If we see <laughs> you don't want to get caught yeah. in a dark alley. One of those. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. So I don't know. I really enjoyed this episode quite a bit. Yeah. Yes. It definitely felt like a a big moment. Two of them getting a chance to really like fight together. Yeah. In the you know cage match, 
or what have you. Uh, that was that was really great stuff all around. I thought. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, that was really yeah cage match. That was that's a great way to put it. <laughs> seeing them work together, um, seeing that sort of dual transformation. That's the kind of stuff I really love to see mm. in anything really. Sure. And then I was kind of wondering if they were going to get like, oh, because he sort of saved himself here, will the armor piece of, like, because he got got the revenge, I should say, will we see the armor fade away before he turns to dust or what? Like, right, but, right. Um, I'm sure they can do that later. I mean, it doesn't seem like he's gone forever, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with him, with his form, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. It'll be if he, if for whatever reason he gets purged of those demons or what have you is he gonna no longer have the spiky armor bits and what have you and he definitely looks a little more more gritty as opposed to um mabius who's much more smooth and sort of polished so it'd be interesting to see if that changes too gotta say really really enjoyed the choreography in the two-on-one fight when they're just going at bogal it was great stuff just terrific oh yeah Um, like teamwork teamwork that makes the dream work. Yeah. <laughs> I love the tiny little missile machines. One on my desk next mm. to my uh, baby Ella King and Tsurugi figure yeah. that I don't have. <laughs> We're 15 years late on, um, so they're probably really expensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they are no doubt um, <laughs> no longer available. But they're really cool. It was... Yeah, just a just a great little episode, huh? Yeah, you know, yeah. Just perfect just really... one, perfect one to land on because we're we're doing three off and then one on, so it just by chance happened to be on a great teamwork one. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, we're just a just a terrific episode with some good, just excellent monster fighting, uh, lots oh, yeah. of drama, the tense last moments, some aerial play, which is pretty rare in the the kaiju cinema stuff. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, no complaints whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I guess that's something we have to think about now is that Bogal seemed to be the through line for the series, but there's still 40 more episodes left. So what? <laughs> what's happening? Are there more of them? Will it be a fake out? Like, what's the deal? That's, that you is know? true. It's, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I mean, it seems like they're leaning much more into the drama with Sarugi and such and with his, like, it feels like that's going to be a, a bigger theme, I guess question mark mm-hmm. um it's right. hard to say i'm not familiar with the the ultra that rescued him too do you know who that is, is that uh well there's ultra father and that's i don't know if that's ultra mother or miss mother of ultra sorry oh, okay. okay i knew i knew okay, it was yeah. the the ultra mom but i wasn't sure exactly the because it's like ultra father and then that one's mother of ultra Got so it. one of the the big sort of divine beings one of the, the big head honchos yeah, no, it was a really good episode. Great, just a just a real. I mean, I, I say capstone because we're literally in a giant cap on top of an island. But uh, yeah, feels yeah. like a we've been building to this for this whole kind of first arc or what have you, and feels like we got some payoff and still don't quite know where it's going. That's a good place to be, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do we have anything? I feel like there was Let's something we had missed. Um, there was something about no, we talked about. Oh, the, so there've been, you know, Ultra is obviously known for its title cards. Like that's always a thing that's been big for Ultra, but man, the the title card art for this particular episode was really, really good. Just like, wow, this, 
Mwah, this is good stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, yeah, that is something that we usually see. I feel like this time more than others, I felt the need to comment on it. Like, yeah, I don't know what. Sure. Maybe the other ones were. Maybe it's rare that we actually see Ultra's form in the title card, like the silhouette. That's a good. Yeah, I don't know. Because sometimes it's like, I don't know what that monster is, but that'll probably show up. But this time we actually got to see an Ultra in the shape of it. Yeah, my gut tells me that especially a lot of the modern ultras it's just like okay it's the silhouette of this week's monster right although that could just be it was the last few that i watched but yeah this was like within you're right with him like conflicting with ultra it was like oh that's a really really dynamic card yeah so yeah big love there okay do we want to head into the twitter questions let's do it okay so from our buddy cat uh she asks is ultraman like other toku shows where there's a new plot slash character each season but it follows the same basic formula if so what do you think is the best season to start on that's that's two questions at two different difficulty levels (laughs) (laughs) uh well it's nice i i I appreciate the variety yes certainly Uh, yes ultraman is like other toku shows the vast majority of them you can just pick up it is assumed to be your first thing ever and you don't necessarily have to have seen anything else or know much about it to enjoy it. Yep, yep, yep. And in fact, I would argue probably a lot of Toku seasons you could jump in probably up to midway through and still pretty much oh, yeah. get what's going on just because the Monster of the Week formula allows for that sort of thing. Yeah, so. yeah it's definitely, I think that these, show, I'm definitely speaking, talking out of my butt here, but... <laughs> Growth. I think for a year-long show where there's like... I mean, there's a chance at a rerun. I, I'm not completely sure of the, the production schedule. They want people to be able to jump in mm. at least until, like you said, like the midway point. Sure. So it should be easy to, to I mean, you don't have to do that. <laughs> you can watch from the beginning because you could find it. it. It seems like it makes sense that they would make it really accessible, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, best season to start on. Well, Pat, hmm. do you have any opinions in this area? For Ultra? Hard to yeah. say. Uh, this is, seems like a really good one, so I'm going to go with this Mebius right now. Mebius is good stuff. Yeah. I'm, I usually recommend G to people, just because it, it's more modern. I think the nice thing about the modern Ultras, I will say specifically, as opposed to Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a lot of the, you know, the other major toku franchises that often get recommended is that one of the nice things about modern ultra is that super high productions typically is doing as opposed to doing a 50 episode series they're usually right. doing in the mid 20s you know like a yeah. two core season and i think that's mm-hmm. much more i don't necessarily think so, that inherently makes the show stronger but for a new person that's half the content to watch you know telling somebody yeah. to watch 50 episodes is kind of a big ask telling somebody to watch 25 episodes is it's a it's like okay this is more manageable you know i can watch this in a couple weeks even if i'm going slow and even if you watch an episode a day in a month you'll be done like that's not too much to ask of people um yeah. and to, to get to some of that meteor stuff so i tend to recommend hey G- whoa, wait, wait wait we didn't uh i don't think we authorized meteor for this oh oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> <sorry. laughs> you you just sally go don't you um <laughs> so uh, gig maybe <laughs> we all know what that means sweat drops i th- I tend to recommend g to people because that is a modern ultra it's really good the uh it's got a really nice cast some really great fights some good lots of good toku suits 
And one of the things that I think is easy to recommend about it is that, you know, let's be real, most folks, if they have a familiarity with a lot of Japanese media, it's probably from the anime side, typically. And then on top of that, within that realm, Evangelion is a pretty well-known property, relatively speaking, especially the people who you're going to, we might interact with. There's a, a probability they've at least seen Evangelion and obviously Evangelion is, you know, Hideo Kano's one a love letter of sorts to Ultra. And mm. but Geed has has a sort of it has a similar vibe with father son issues and you know the lead ultra kind of has you know he has like a beast I don't want to say beast mode but he'll get on all fours when it's go time you know and it's like mm. oh things mm. are getting bad so like there's some some visual cues and some easier hooks people can get into I think because they will have that connection from something they kind of already know from pop culture and I think it's an easy in mm. that makes a lot of sense okay uh, let's see and she also thanks us for uh, along with uh, our buddy trey getting her into toku which you're so welcome i'm glad you're enjoying it <laughs> okay my, my, sorry <laughs> the virus spreads yeah our buddy dan asks important how do i get my wife to watch tokusatsu should i trick her do i strap her down tell her it's a ballet what's the best way to introduce her to the world of cool <laughs> spandex fighting it's so this is ballet. <laughs> oh gosh um this is an interesting question. Yeah. I, I, I want to hear I your understand. take, because I know you and yeah. your wife do watch Toku. Yeah. So I was really, like, super getting into it around when we had started dating. So that was a big... Or not, not like, just getting into it, but I was, like, sort of peak just watching a whole Kamen Rider season in a, in a week. Yeah. <laughs> My power level was so high. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a new one was coming out and it was like, Hey, this one looks really cool. A decade was coming out and I was like, Hey, this one looks really cool. It's kind of like a, I mean, J dramas were like a thing mm -hmm. or were a thing too. So it was kind of like, Hey, it's kind of like that, but like, I don't know, with a little bit of action and special effects mixed in. And then, uh, from there we would look for other ones. Cause I just had a bunch of them on, a, on a, an external hard drive. At the time we had also watched cutie honey, the live, which is, I think it's really dope. I, I hope it's still good. Um, but at mm. the time, it was like, it's very like, I mean, it was like a female protagonist and like the 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 action looked really good. And it was Cutie Honey, but it was like not exactly like how Cutie Honey is. Like, so it was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit less like that. Yeah, um, not quite so um, good in a guy. <laughs> yeah, but it was just like a super fun. It was a really fun show to watch. I guess it's sort of like you have to kind of find one that. And then one that we've always meant to get to. Um, for the record, we have also watched Double All the Way Through, most of O's together, some of Fours together, all of Build, and then a little bit of Sentai here and there, but not all, all the way through. Mm. So it's sort of hit or miss what will happen, and this is usually my fault, is we'll watch like <laughs> the first 10 episodes and then just fall off hard, but then <laughs> marathon it all later if we get back to it. So oh, I see. It's kind of like... You have to try to find something similar to what your partner might be interested in already, and then just slowly go through it. it doesn't have to be all at once. Um, and they, you know, you can tell if they're interested or not. Like, and then if it ends up becoming a conversation of, I think I'm going to watch this. Are you going to watch it? No. Oh, okay, that's fine. Then I'll just keep going. Like, right. Which means that, which means that I end up not watching the rest of it because I'm <laughs> I'm a symbiote. Like. <laughs> I'm a symbiote. I need a partner. Uh, I need a partner on this to really <laughs> to really appreciate it. Like it's fun. I mean, if you turn it into that, 
that's sort of where my success air quote success has been oh oh you know what i think very strongly recommend if j dramas are on the table tokusatsu gagaga mm. um that was it's short it's like seven episodes i think each episode is like 50 ish minutes long seven or eight i might be getting that wrong but um it is that appreciation for tokusatsu while also being a j drama or, or mm. mainly being a j drama so it's right if that if you want that to be your icebreaker, I would say try that one out. If you just want to dive into something that you're really interested in, then just test the waters that way. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, did you have? A, were you gonna? Did you have anything there? Sorry, um, I, didn't I just at some point I need to. We need to get back to that Sailor Moon because I keep hearing it's really. Good. <laughs> yeah, I hear that's really good too. Yeah. It, it, in my opinion, so here's the first thing I would say: I am not really keen on forcing a partner to partake in media if they don't want to so if you're yeah. if you're a partner if in any way shape or form is like this is not for me don't force it because they'll just hate it um yeah you, know, you don't yep. you don't want them to you want to it's more important to spend time together than to get to watch what you want to watch that's my opinion i've been married for quite a long time and i think that opinion's borne some fruit but i, I don't really i don't know there, it seems like if, if she don't want to watch it or he doesn't want to watch it or they don't want to watch it, like don't, don't make them. Yeah. That being said, if you're, if they're open to it and you know, this is one of those things like, do you really want to pester them about it? Mm. Are they, you know, mm -hmm. if, if there is an like, Hey, I'd like to check that out too. Just be open to that. Like be just natural and open to it. Like you would be with anybody else. Like the more you, if you push it in an annoying way, yeah. they're just going to drive them away. You're, they're going to, or they'll watch a couple episodes just to get you to shut up. And then they're not going to watch anymore. Cause that, that's yeah. not really where their passion or interest in is in. Yeah. I would definitely recommend if they are open to watching it, a lot of that's going to depend too. you know, are they open to watching things that have subtitles? That can be an issue for some people. Just having to read while you watch can be difficult. You know, if you've got, you know, dyslexia oh. or something like that, or if you've got, if it's just annoying. Cause like, I mean, even sometimes for myself, I mean, I watch a lot of subtitled media and sometimes I go back and watch a scene because I was spending too much time reading and not actually like looking at what's going on because sometimes people are talking a lot while stuff is happening. I need to, I need to interject real quick because oh, uh, I just learned about um, apparently, and I don't know if they've done this for more series, but I found out uh, that the Philippines or maybe somewhere near the Philippines, they did a dub of some of the Kamen Rider series, specifically Kabuto. Really? And, um, and that I guess that a subgroup has that as their alternate audio track. Uh, Interesting. And I was like, I want to watch that. Like I found, yeah, I saw this clip of when they introduce um, a returning writer in Kabuto. Okay. And it's dubbed and I'm like, oh, I love it. I love this so much. Like I would watch Kabuto. I haven't watched it. That was like the first one I went through all the way. Oh, oh really? All the way through. <laughs> yeah and i would definitely love to see it with dub voices because it sounds like so much fun yeah. <laughs> like, like i'm genuinely like pumped right now that would be great it. yeah okay so uh you know are they open to watching things with subtitles that can be make or break for some people just because they don't like them if they are not try to find a route to tokusatsu that they are willing to take i guess yeah okay like you know pat like you just mentioned tokusatsu gagaga -ga, only being a few episodes that's helpful. Yeah. Like keep it short. That way they can watch the whole thing and be done with it. Or it, it leans into other themes more than the Super Sentai, like leaning into the J drama aspect more. Like you want to ease them into it. You don't want to necessarily throw them into the deep end if they're hesitant in any way, shape, or form. Or another thing, just because sometimes it can be a bit easier if the 
if you've got a bit more frame of reference for it to some degree, you have less explaining to do. Again, for better or worse, Power Rangers is a more recognized property. If, you're, if your partner has no idea what the word tokusatsu means or what a common writer is, like they don't know any of that stuff, they've probably at least heard of Power Rangers, right? So ease them in, you know, watch the, the 2017 movie. It's not an incredible film, but it's got a lot of good characters in it and it's hit some of the same beats and see if they're open to that. See if they're like, okay, yeah, this was kind of fun or watch some of the better seasons of Power Rangers, right? Maybe like, you know, Dino Thunder or something like that, or, uh, you know, just, just, just something that will be a little bit more relatable and a little more, I mean, that's still children's media, but you know, you're trying to ease them into, I mean, ultimately you're trying to convince another adult to watch something that is designed to sell toys to six-year-olds. Like you have to realize like <laughs> you're, you know, like your passion is great. And like, I, I love this stuff. I deeply, deeply love this stuff. But I also know it's like not necessarily a winning proposition to force my wife to watch it. Cause she's kind of, it's too silly for her. It's too far-fetched for her. Although she really enjoyed like say the Power Rangers 2017 movie. She really, really liked it. She loved the cast, was really into all those characters. You know, she liked the more drama elements of it. So, and that's fine. Like, it's also fine. I think it's, you have to also be willing to admit defeat in this sense. Like, don't, don't make, don't make them do something if they don't want to do it. That's your, your marriage, your marriage or your partnership is more important than the rubber monster suits, right? Like if, but now that being said, if it's something you can enjoy together, of course, do it. I think that's wonderful, right? Like, it's not, just don't, don't make them. Like, don't try to trick them. Don't strap them down. Don't. Don't trick yeah. them. Like, that's not, yeah. you know. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, read the room. Like, you know. <laughs> Fol- when some, folks, you... we, we, we make jokes here on this show. Yeah, like. <laughs> we gotta, like, we gotta, you can't force anybody to watch something that they're not into. Like, right. It's just and not gonna. <laughs> read the room. Like, you know the difference between, like, yeah, sure, let's watch that. Or, okay. You know, like. Oh, you, yeah. They're... Oh, no. Oh. I just. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's, There's uh, different levels. Like chills down my spine just now, yeah. You know, actions in a relationship, sometimes they're deposits, sometimes they're withdrawals, you know, from the account, so to speak. Like stupid. Yeah. If it's if if you haven't even hit play and you hear like, okay, let's do this, I guess, like maybe just watch something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not worth the cost, you know. So but just find find it naturally, you know, find find that route there however it is, and you know, be have a discussion with your partner. Be honest. Be like, I like this stuff a lot. I'd like to watch it with you. They'll probably find that to be, you know, a sweet sentiment and sure. try to find a route there rather than like, I want you to, you know, if, if it's, and be honest with yourself too. Is this something you really think they're going to like? Or is it just because you don't want to watch something by yourself or you don't want to feel bad mm-hmm. about watching it and carving out mm-hmm. time for watching it when you could be spending time with your partner? Like, you know, just be honest with yourself about that kind of stuff. You know, I said all this stuff, but I also like, when it's my birthday or something, I'm like, Right, it's my birthday. We're gonna watch the new Conan. <laughs> this is well, what I, I mean, want. It's your birthday. That's a little different, right? That's... <laughs> You're allowed. Uh, You're allowed. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, Anthony Go asks, please explain why Bemstar is the cutest kaiju from this series. Um, for those Have of you met? playing the home Jones. game, Bemstar is sort of an armored chicken bird hook hand. That's right. Yes. beast with a, a big pentagon in its chest uh and furry frills and look i'm gonna be real honest with you i feel like that pentagon is just a big it's like a tart like i want to leap onto the shape and then get a hug like that's just how it looks like that's gonna go you know what i mean sure. so yeah. just a big hug baby that hug will kill you um, sure but not a bad way to go 
Not a bad way to go. All things considered. Okay, uh, Devon asks us, uh, or Devon uh, asks us, for you good sirs, I have questions. Oh no. Uh, number uh, one, what determines if something is toku? For example, uh, Sentai and Power Rangers are both toku, but would you also include Ninja Turtles, the next mutation? This is yes. the old, the old, yes. is it anime or is it a cartoon thing? Yes, it's, to- <laughs> it's special effects. Special effects shows like that, I feel like. If we're, if we're getting rubber suit monsters in it, it's toku. To me. Sure. Like that's... Uh, so uh, by that definition, Doctor Who does count. So I don't want to hear anything, Grant. Sure. No. It's, no. It's fine. I'm a, I'm totally down with that. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. This is one of those where, this is one of those questions that I, personally, yes, I count it. You know, it's one of those yeah. things where, like, and I think you could split hairs. It's the same thing with the anime and cartoon debate, where mm. anime is a term that just means animation in Japan, but it has this specific, like, connotation in particularly like in in u.s fandom as being Mm -hmm. japanese cartoons and like i don't want to i don't know i feel like the question is almost it's too complicated and like i don't it doesn't i don't really feel like the answer is satisfying anyway so i mean (laughs) yes sure why not tokusatsu means special effects obviously we typically mean it in a as a specifically japanese superhero context but like okay when toku gifts puts out something like armored heroes isn't that made in china does that count as Toku? Like, we all just go, yeah, sure, that's Toku, because it's clearly in the same vein. Like, yeah, sure, why not? Cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, number two, any Toku manga slash comic recommendations? Um, Tokusatsu Gagaga was originally a manga. Okay. Um, you can find that. I would recommend it. Okay. There's Kamen the old Spirits. Oh, yeah, there's Kamen Rider Spirits. There's the Ultraman one that's out currently that's oh. a little more, I think, in the Kamen Rider vein, because I don't think he gets big, but it's supposed to be really, really mm-hmm. good, and his suit is awesome. Yeah, um, uh, I want I want one of those. Like, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not committing to it, but it like it's so cool looking, like <laughs> super cool. Oh boy! Some of the early Kinikumon stuff was clearly an Ultraman parody. If you're into that, now it becomes a shonen wrestling thing and kind of loses that Toku. Like, it's very much a gag Toku like Ultraman thing at first, but it sort of loses that over time. But Kinikuman has the sort of ultra head swoosh thing for forever mm. so mm. i'm trying to think i mean sailor moon is clearly inspired by oh yeah sentai yeah. like that's that's a noted reference for that so that's and obviously later becomes tokusatsu so that's not outside the norm i'm trying to think mm. of anything else that would be toku specifically this is asking about manga manga or other yeah. media well um, and i guess if, if comic in, is included oh yeah. that uh-huh. marvel ultraman thing is coming out sometime oh, or is it already out i don't even know i'm not sure uh, but there is a marvel ultra thing that is in the pipes that is a thing that's happening oh, oh the original the original common writer <laughs> yeah i guess technically the original common writer shadaru shinomori yeah. that is on comiXology i think yeah and it's really good yeah another big one uh kaiju max by xander cannon is a yes. highly recommend from me uh not to plug the other pod, but on BLT, we interviewed him a couple years ago. He's a really great guy. Uh, Kaiju Max is basically, I jokingly call it Ozzilla, because it's <clears throat> HBO's Oz and uh, and Godzilla mixed. Basically, the premise is that Monster Island is a maximum security penitentiary, and all the guards are Ultramen, essentially, uh, keeping these monsters under uh, in, in this uh, institution. And it's about... It's a prison drama, and it's got this really adorable, super sweet, bubbly art style, and really, really, like, tough, gritty stories being told, uh, but it's also just made with a lot of love, and a lot of puns, and 
just a really terrific series. I, I love Kaiju Max to death. That's a, I can't believe that didn't jump to my mind right away. <laughs> and I guess there's also a variety of Godzilla comics made by U.S. companies, but I have no clue what their quality is. Um, mm. I know another pod I'm a big fan of is Kaiju Cast. And they, I think they recommended Godzilla in Hell. I think that's one that they highly recommended, if memory serves. Hmm. I don't want to talk out of turn, but I'm pretty, I remember them talking about it and really liking it. So that might be one to check out too, but I personally have no experience with those comics. Okay, number three, can I be friends with everyone like Gintaro? Uh, friendship is a two-way street. Um, mm, you mm. have to be willing to put in the time, and I don't want to actually give bad advice on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important to remember... That in order to be a friend, that person has to be willing to be friends with you. So I think yeah. you can. I think you can have your heart open to everyone's friendship, like Gintaro. But I don't know if everyone is open to being a friend to you, or even to being a good friend. There can be toxic friends. I mean, as as mm. we're all quite mm-hmm. aware, or people you really probably don't want to be friends with because they're just ultimately rather vile people. And I wish that weren't the case. But um, I think you can certainly be open to it, open to that possibility. Yeah. 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 Do what you can, but no one to hold. No one to take care of yourself first. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> good. Yeah. Okay. And then some general thank yous from him for the show, which we really appreciate. It's always nice when, when people thank us just because it's thank oh, yeah. you. We, we like yeah, to do this. Really, okay. That's real sweet. Uh, well, Pat, any other closing thoughts before we head out, buddy? Uh, we're still figuring out the wonderful 101 thing. I missed an opportunity to grab a code <laughs> to give away um, and the physical yeah the physical game is out at the end of the month so maybe we'll have to work around that because we can gift on steam we can't gift switch stuff for whatever reason so we'd have to like give out eShop. i don't know if we want to do that we'll figure it out so that's that's still something we want to do it's just a matter of getting it all together making sure mm-hmm. it's uh fair and fun yeah well, that's exciting and next time we'll be back with uh with more mabius action um and hopefully maybe some guests in the future it feels like now that we've got the first 10 in our belts maybe we can start reaching out again start having some guests on that'd be fun i know the yeah, i know there's a couple folks that really want to talk about mabius with us yeah yeah we'll climb that mountain together yeah well pat it was good talking to you buddy yes sir thanks for tuning in to the super senpai podcast We'll notice you again next time. Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast. Podcast!